0: What's up, nation? Appreciate you guys. Thank you all for tuning in to this thing. Uh, it's crazy uh, when you start to look at this thing from A to Z. And, and the reason why I say from A to Z is because a lot of times when you when you start talking about the draft class, that's why I don't. I, I really don't do draft grades normally. Uh, I don't do like draft breakdowns and things like that. Because it's a two-fold system, meaning that it's a process of of not just waiting for the player to develop, but it's also coaching. It's also do the player fit the right scheme and do the player fit the right system. And uh, it's, it's, it's also a, um, uh, a cluster. You can figure out what the other word that goes with it. Shout out to you always lady. Um, now sometimes we, we look at opinions and uh, and people we value people's opinion because of the level of skill that they that they possess or or because of the, the job title that they are in or or because of their their work ethics. Uh, we, we value their opinions and 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 what we we take what they say. I take it from a grain of salt, but some people take it as the living word. Some people take it as, as, as the Bible itself. But, but for me, for me personally, I like to um, read and study for myself. And when you read and study for yourself, then you start to uncover things and and you start to see things in another perspective. Really appreciate you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, So dame bugler uh he rated the dallas cowboys as second to worst in the uh, nfl far as this 2019 draft class and and a lot of cowboys uh value his opinion they value his study they value his his thoughts they value his time they value his his knowledge of the game And, and not saying that he plays the game not saying that he ever played the game what have you but they value what he puts out there and he works hand-in-hand with uh, Brian Brothers, and he works hand-in-hand with the Dallas Cowboys on various topics, all on the draft show and things of that nature. So, with that being said, he has the Miami Dolphins, and I don't have the list in front of me. Uh, you guys can find the article on The Athletic. It's a paid Site. So you have to pay for membership and your brother from another mother is not going to pay for the athletic for this one little article But uh, he have on the article and that could be clickbait I don't think that he goes that route or what have you But the, on the article he was breaking down like the, the team usage and how it, the, the draft picks are going to be able To help out their said team now one thing that I know is uh, when I deal with numbers. I'm, a, I'm an analyst. I, I'm, a, I'm a stats guy at my day job. My thing is, you don't have the uh, Will McClay's of the world to drop off that bad to be the second worst in the NFL as it relates to drafting talent. So, I don't know, but he have the, uh, the Dolphins rated dead last. So when you start compiling like the picks that we got and the reason for us picking certain players, you will say to yourself, man, the Cowboys been on point for the last, what, uh, five or six years now. And you can look at a few picks and say, ah, Taco, maybe. Ah, this player, maybe. But my thing is, if even if even even if you start talking about Taco Charlton, you can look at his skill set and say, okay, He is a left defensive end. Yes, he's trying to play out of position. Yes, he's trying to play right defensive end or they try to kick him inside. It's just not a good uh, look for him so far. But my thing is, uh, when you start to look at everything from these parameters and you saying that, okay, he broke down that Tristan was a reach by the Cowboys because he had off the field issues with, with with his college, and he's not a productive guy as it relates to the student of the game type of person. So his work ethic is not all the way there, and they feel he feel that it was a reach for us to pick the interior guy to help out this particular team. That's his opinion. That's it. Could be his facts. <laughs> like I said, I didn't get. I don't have the time, the longitude nor the latitude to. Um, to, to study everybody independently. Uh, and he also mentioned the uh, number 33 kid, <laughs> Michael Jackson, the moonwalker. Uh, before his uh, senior year, or his last year in college, what have you, he was fantastic, but he fell off. He only had six bat downs and uh, zero interceptions, and he was saying that he was not able to fly out to the ball like he's supposed to. So those are things that, that when you start to listen Oh boy. And he said, okay, dang. Okay. And he said out of the entire draft class. The only person that was kind of spotlighted or what have you. And I'm paraphrasing, of course, was, uh, uh, Connor McGovern because of his ability to play center as well as left guard or right guard. It shows that uh, he has a, a, the ability to be a quote unquote, um, a good depth piece. And a future piece for us because now you can have the the, the aspect of, of trading away or getting rid of Lyle Collins if it needed to be and kicking Connor 1.0 Williams to the uh, uh, right tackle positioning if needed. So those are things that uh, he pulled out in this particular article. Now, to me personally, I just don't see the Dallas Cowboys being second to last in this particular 2019 draft. Now, he did mention in that particular article that he took out the uh, the Amari Cooper first round, whatever you know. So, my thing is, talk <laughs> is uh, is um, as they say, gold talk talk is gold at this point because it's cuz they they are the people with the information for the nation that's what everybody's going to have the ear to that's what everybody's going to think about look this guy said this this guy said that but actions action speaks everything so my thing is that your action out there on the field show and i believe i really believe that you can have the best yeah, talk is cheap, but right now talk is gold. Everybody talking about, hey, this person can do this, this person can do that, this grade was this, this grade was that. But then when you look back two, three years from now, you be like, oh, mm-hmm. I never knew that this person was going to be able to be at this level because coaching. When you have the ability to have a coach to elevate your skill set, to elevate your talent, to elevate your thinking out there as it relates to on and off the field, then you have a better team. So my thoughts is right here is that it's just too soon for us to even think about rating the draft. And I do know that a lot of people have a good feelings and happy good feelings and things about, the, about their team or what have you. But at the end of the day, when you start to look at how this particular player fit this system or fit that system, then you'll say, man, <laughs> boy, I was really wrong about that guy. Mm. Mm. So, that's why we're not using Taco, right? Uh, Philly Cowboys, seventy-six. The reason why we're not using Taco is because D. long had the light switch to kick on and said, "Okay, uh, I got to stay healthy. I got to be able to be out there on the field and play. And, and regardless of whether or not I'm knickknack or or abused, bruised up or what have you, I'm gonna get out of here and show the world that I can ball." And 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 he did that. Ever since Taco was on his team, D-Law played his you-know-what out. <laughs> and, and you can go back to 2017. D-Law light switch didn't kick on in 2000, until 2017. <laughs> and that's when he got his 14 sacks. And then last year, he got his 10.5 or 11, close to 11 sacks. But before then, it was on again, off again. Hey, I got this PED situation. I got this back situation going on but he only had two years of consistent play, and that's D-Law. <laughs> they drafted Taco literally for the play-left defensive end, and it just don't pan out for him right now because he got D-Law. I would be crazy, and the Cowboys uh, organization would be crazy to say, okay, we're going to split the time with D-Law and Taco. That would be crazy. This t- this uh, This roster had not – let me see what you said right here. Let me see, my boy, my boy. Philly Cowboys 76 said the staff have not coached our talent. Uh, whether Is it whether it's uh, defensively or offensively? Is that more of a Jason Garrett situation or it is a quarterback that's learning situation? Uh, Jesse says D Law didn't have a great year until his fourth year. Yeah. So, I mean, it's. Look, what we're trying to do, and of course, it's hard to put the two page back in the tube, uh, especially when you have Jason Garrett as your head coach. And this is not me trying to throw Jason Garrett under the bus or anything. But my thing is, my whole rationale about Jason Garrett is he was a coach learning on the fly, right? And then on top of that, he, you add into this thing right here that he was also a coach that was put into this system to 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 help out Jerry Jones and his hands on everything. Because we know that every any other coach wouldn't have uh, I guess, survived this long of a time. They would have butt heads, or they would have been like, no, Jerry, I'm not finna do this, or I'm not finna say this. No. So we we got that all under wraps, right? This guy been here for over nine years, or what have you, collectively, I'm talking about Jason Garrett. Now. From his time frame being here, he had Tony Romo. He had a plethora of guys that can you can say at least they should have got to the NFC East uh, or NFC uh, Conference game, whatever it may be. Or we should have at least tiptoed and got closer than what we were or what we are in the last few years. One can you no know, can anybody debate that out of me. No. So my thing is. When we look at Jason Garrett total body of resume, we'll say, Man, he win you some games, but it's not enough to get you over the hump. It's still eight and eight, it's still nine and seven. Even if when he do have a a a twelve and four year or a thirteen and three year, that's when uh Wheels follow went back from a a, a horrible year, year, and now we're playing against less exciting teams or or, or or not the strength of schedule wasn't all the way there. The 2014 strength of schedule wasn't really that hard. and 2016 strength of schedule was really not that hard. But these are just embedded excuses, right? <laughs> That's what everybody's going to say. My thing is from here, Jason Garrett is the head coach. There's nothing we can do about it. Jerry Jones- love him, Jason Gary. Now, he got Jason Gary feet to the fire because he had yet to sign, resign his, uh, his contract. But if you look at the base of this team, this is a 10 plus win team for this season. If you just look at the talent on paper, can Jason Gary get us 10 plus wins this season? Yeah. <laughs> It will be, uh, (laughs) it's it's close. I don't see Jason Gary going 7 and 9, 6 and 10. I don't see him going 5 and 11. I just don't see it out of this particular roster that we have on this particular team. So, what's going to happen? What's up? Shout out to you, Virginia Finals. What's going to happen is that we're going to win 10 plus games. I think that Jerry Jones and company is going to be like, man, you know what? He, he, won us 10 plus games. Let's re-sign him for another five-year contract, three-year contract or something like that. (laughs) It's a conundrum, man. But, uh, will we keep him if he go 10 and six, How can, you, how can you fire him? (laughs) Good morning, Ms. Jackie. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, Ms. Jackie. Um, And Cowboy Nation. Happy Friday, everybody. Yeah, she said, Happy Friday as I work from home today. Mm. Yeah, it's it's one of those things, guys. Uh, It's one of those things. But all I can say is, uh, 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 report record. Let me move this report. Yeah. All I can say is, Cowboy Nation, is uh, we just got to continue to prove people wrong, of course. And then on top of that, we got to continue to find a way to win in spite of the head coaching. Uh, We did it with Barry Switzer, and and we're going to have to do it with, with Jason Garrett. Is Jason Garrett completely trash? No, but is Jason Garrett one of those guys that you can say, if I had my last... If I had to bet my life on it, would you give it to him? You say you'll be like, nah. Can I at least give it to, to the Stephen Jones or hey, hey hey Jerry? Can can I at least give it to you on something? You know, but it's 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 crazy, man. Um, all we can do is now just wait, just wait, and let time um, proceed from here. Let me know of your thoughts, man. Let me know, um, especially if you guys can find an article. Or hit up Dan Bugler's uh, uh, Twitter uh, page and, and and read the uh, the, the tweet uh, that he tweeted out. I guess on the Athletic, uh, that's where the article is at, and he got us ranked second to last. Hmm. So that means, boy, we this draft class was was trash, huh? <laughs> but he breaks each each pick down. He gave a reason why. So. Let me know your thoughts, Cowboy Nation. That's all the time that I have for right now. I'll probably be back on a little later on. But I really appreciate you guys. Don't forget to hit that like button. Share this content. Let a friend, neighbor folk know where to go when they just want to kick it and talk Cowboys. Um, yeah, this is uh, Philly. I'm also excited about it. Yeah, see, and this is another part too, uh, Philly, uh, Cowboy. Beyond undrafted guys. Um <laughs> Buddy Johnson, uh, he said, will you continue to do the law versus law conversations. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you guys like it, man, I can continue to do it. You know, I got tons of things uh, 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 in my little small mind. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I got tons of information for the nation, man. So uh, we continue to do law versus law. Let me know if you guys like that collectively. (laughs) And remember, oh, i about to say you listen to. Me. Let me see, uh, Jackie says JG is just in the old school, and he still thinks that he can be using our old formula. Remember when Bill Belichick was a failure before he became what he is now? Um, but the, the only difference between Bill Belichick and I was going to leave, but but she brought us some good points. Jason Garrett is old school, and uh, but the difference between Bill Belichick and Jason Garrett is that everything Bill Belichick touches, he, he 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 was able to win. When Bill Belichick started off as a a, um, a defensive system um, coordinator for the uh, Giants. He was studying, and remember, and I don't think that they put these as Super Bowls that he won, but these were Super Bowls that he was around, and he studied Bill Parcells, and he was on that particular uh, uh, coaching staff, and he taught and learned and helped out LT, uh, Lawrence Taylor. And and from there, uh, he picked up a lot of things. Now, one can say, yeah, he cheated a lot. But he was able to be a part of that winning franchise, of the winning formula. And then if you fast forward to when he was uh, operating the Browns, I think the Browns made it to the playoff the year that he was operating from them or with them. And um, I think the Jets gave him an offer. He turned it down and he went to the Patriots. They've been winning ever since. But Bill Belichick is a different type of animal than than the Jason Garrett, because I think that we all know that defense wins championships, right? And by Bill Belichick having the brain and the the knowledge of, of being a dynamic defensive guy, it helps him orchestrate his team because he's going to make sure that his defense is solid, first and foremost. The offensive side of the ball is all that he gives away. That's why you get the fresh, young talent out there. That's why their team is still looking unique because it's like old man Bill Belichick. And then you slide in... The, uh, the, the new wrinkle like the Josh McDaniels of the worlds and, and whoever else there was the younger guy that, that was the offensive coordinator and, and Charlie wise and all those guys you know he let them do their thing but he also coached the defense up to the to, to just being solid all around and he knows the philosophies of the defense and he still probably got those hidden tapes out there too so my thing is um, Jason Garrett he got the old-school offensive mentality. The best thing uh, that could have happened or should have happened for Jason Garrett would have been this. If I could go back into a time machine, I will go talk to Jerry Jones and say, Hey, go ahead and make Jason Garrett your head coach and make Wade Phillips the defensive coordinator. And just leave that alone, you know. I know that Wade Phillips had more of a, uh, I guess, background, and, and he was more experienced at the time. But just do that, and then we would have been better off. I think that because what happened here is when Jason Garrett was given the opportunity to be the head coach, he was still learning. And then on top of that, his defense was just trash at that point because we were trying to have too many moving parts in. That would have been the best philosophy with Jason Garrett, but that's a story of a different day, guys. I'm gonna get on out of here. Just, 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 uh, just know that Jason Garrett is just, just different, completely different from uh, Bill Belichick. Um, uh, yeah, Cowboys are known for not having the best draft by the media standards, but time would tell. The punters didn't think the 2016 class would be very well as well. Jackie, you right. But the punters were how on Ezekiel. They were like, wow, Cowboys selected another running back in the first round, about 50 few rounds. I remember people saying, do Ezekiel get the number? Do he get number 22? <laughs> and uh, Zeke, out of respect for Emmitt, um, selected to go with uh, number 21, which worked out well for him, right? And uh, speaking of, uh, of uh, Emmitt... We have the book. So when you guys sign up with Cowboys Experience, when you guys purchase tickets this year, the information is in the description box as far as the Cowboys Experience website. And when you mention Law Nations or Mark Holmes or Vance Lombardi, Big Game James, West Coast Cowboy, uh, D.C. Uh, scouting, uh, you guys get this wonderful book, Emmett Smith. The only authorized book by him. By the great himself, Emmy Smith. Yeah, so you guys have a wonderful Friday. Really appreciate you guys. I love you all. Uh, Let's go, Cowboy Nation, one way or another. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the brass. Salute. We're out. Peace.